0: James Harden was a no show. Joel and McBead pledged his allegiance to Philly. We'll talk about that and more next on Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, I'm Keith Pompey, host of Locked On 76ers. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, Sixers Media Day was Monday. And as expected, James Harden was a no-show. You know, it was one of those things where you know the Sixers really didn't have any uh, communications with him um, leading up to it. Um, James actually hasn't spoken to Daryl Morey since um, earlier in the earlier this summer when he informed Daryl for moving forward. He wanted him to speak uh, through his representation. Right? Don't call James. <coughs> Don't communicate it with with James directly. James wanted Daryl to. Uh, you know, uh, speak with his uh, agent, I'm about to say lawyer, with his agent his uh, and, and, and people like that. So the thing is, it wasn't a surprise that James didn't show, right? You can't say you were surprised. I think everyone in Philly, matter of fact, everyone in the country, when James Harden said that Daryl Morey was a liar, you know, it was one of those things where right at that particular time you said there was no way in heck that this guy was going to make it. And even when you talk to sources or and there were certain reports, people were like, ah, I don't see him doing it. I think the only holdout was that, you know, no one really had were a hundred percent sure if that makes sense. But there were like reports, you know, saying that he wasn't going to be there. Now. So with that being said, he, In a way, I kind of felt bad for Nick Nurse a little bit because, you know, this was his first or his second official or a second on the record um, press conference, so to speak, with members of the Philadelphia media. The first one was shortly after he was hired as coach. Um, You know, he had some interviews with, uh, you know, certain media types. Um, but as far as like everyone did the, the whole media core, this was the second one, but no one really asked him about this upcoming season. It was more about James. Now he might've had a couple questions about Tyrese Maxey or and things like that, but really for the most part, as he sat up at the podium, You know, he was just basically a bystander as Daryl Morey was being bombarded by question after question after question in regards to James. And, um, you know, the one thing is they they said everything that you expect them to say. Things as, uh, hey, you know, James, we expect him to be at training camp. Um, We are going to we are going to treat him. As if we treat any other player. Now, basically, what they're saying is, and that que- that comment came after Daryl was asked, um, "Are you going to find him? Is James Harden going to find him?" Um, I asked that question. I also asked Daryl. Said, "Now, you know, before with the Ben Simmons situation, they waited all the way to February to trade him. Why? Because they wanted to get the best option, the best trade." Uh, for him. And what they did is, in Daryl's eyes, the best trade for Ben Simmons ended up being James Harden. So on February 22nd, that's when, you know, uh, James was, and Ben was dealt for James. Well, the thing is, the Boston Celtics are making blockbuster moves, the Milwaukee Bucks are making blockbuster moves. They were already ahead of the sixers, already ahead of the Sixers. So right about now it's like they're going they're like uh, they're they're getting further away, farther away from the sixers. And then you can say like and I haven't thought about this, but you can look at teams like Miami who made it to the championship last year now they did lose some key pieces, but you expect them to be good again. And then the team, the New York Knicks, a team that made some upgrades in free agency. So with all that being said, you look at the Sixers, they may be dropping down before last year and the year before that. They were considered the third best team in the East, right? Now, are they number four or are they number five? So with that being said, I asked Daryl, I said, you know, is this one of those things where you want to do this? Um, uh, just wait to the best deal, and 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 are you comfortable with waiting until the trade deadline, like you did with Ben Simmons, or does this speed up the process with of getting the trade done, being as though that these other teams made some upgrades? And he says, "Hey, we're going to wait." And, and, and get the best deal that we could possibly get. And, you know, it, it basically doesn't take, it doesn't, you know, a time limit. It doesn't have a time limit for that. So when you say that, you're like, mm, okay, okay. You understand it. That's what you expect him to say. But I'm telling you, y'all, that Ben Simmons thing was was, was different. It was new. It was bizarre. Um, But the Sixers were still one of the top teams in the East. This team has a lot of new faces. Now they have the same core with Tobias Harris, um, Maxie, Embiid, Paul Reed. But outside of that. They got a lot of got new guys coming in outside of that core group. And with that being said, whew, you know, I, I feel like the time to hold on to them isn't now. Now I get it. You have to say what you gotta say and you have to hold out. And, you know, they're like the, the Clippers, from what I hear, the Clippers are interested, still interested, but they don't want to give up a lot for them. And whereas the Sixers want want to receive a lot or receive what they deem equal value or someone who will help them get the equal value that that they uh, desire. But I'm telling you, um, the first day was was basically what you expected. Um, You know, Daryl said all the other things. But he also touched on um, James Harden calling him a liar. And after this break, I will discuss that with you about how uh, Daryl was disappointed and tell you what what Daryl said about that when we get right back. But right now, I want to talk to y'all about Ivada, right? It's football season, so that means pizza, wings, and maybe even some buffalo chicken dip. Whatever you prefer at your tailgate, go all out and and get cash back on every purchase with Ibotta. Ibotta gives you um, cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods. So you can make sure you're betting inflation, um, you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. The average Ibotta user earns a $100 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip. Or you can use your cash back to buy the flight you've been on See, I need to do that, right? <laughs> Download the Ibotta app now and use the code LOCK to start earning real cash back. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use the code LOCK. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use the code app LOCK. I'm telling you, do it today, people. Definitely do it today. So you know, Daryl was asked about what James said about him, right? And uh he basically said that he was a little disappointed. You know, and and when you think of that, you 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 have to, and this is what James said for y'all who maybe forgot. So James said this about Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey is a liar and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of. Let me say that again. Daryl Morey is a liar, and I will never be a part of an organization that he's a part of again. Now, James was fined $100,000 by the NBA for those car- comments, right? Now, the thing is, um, Morey was disappointed, as expected. And he talked yesterday, and this is what he said about why he didn't respond Um sooner. He says, 20 years of work in this league, I always follow through on everything. Every top agent knows that. Everyone in the league knows that you can't operate in this league without that. So privately, I appreciated all the key people in the league reaching out to me and knowing, obviously, that that's not true. So like I said before, obviously, it was disappointing. That he chose to handle it that way, you know, he may have, you know, reached out to people, and people may have reached out to Daryl Morey about this. But the thing about it is, when you think of the relationship that James and Daryl had had, um, you know, Daryl was the guy who in in 2012 um, acquired James via trade from the Oklahoma City Thunder. You know, James went on to become a three-time uh, scoring champion, a 2018 league MVP, and he can make a lucrative contract. These two guys have been tied to the hip in Houston. <laughs> and the thing is, yes, if, you know, people reached out to him and, 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 and said nice things to him, but I think James's comments – kind of do a little bit of damage to 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 Daryl because a people may say well what did he really lie about why is James going all out with this and then and then you know secondly is is it, it, it looks a little bad on both behalf because when you think of un- unless James comes out and says what it is now again he told the NBA that he was disappointed because Daryl didn't trade him. That's what he meant. But when you think of it, like I said, you know, Daryl has been James's hardest Harden's probably biggest supporter outside of family members. <laughs> like, really? You know, like they say, your mom and, and, and your brothers and your siblings, like, they always have your back. I mean, think about it. Daryl Morey. James Harden a better scorer scorer than Michael Jordan, right? I mean, that's kind of, that's saying a lot. I mean, that's just telling you how much he had his back. Um, You know, now maybe, who knows? You know, maybe it's the business side to it. And James never had to deal with that with Daryl, just because James was the guy. He was the man. He didn't have to deal with it. Now he's like maybe not viewed that way anymore, and he wants out. And Daryl has to do what he feels like is best for him. But when you go back and you look at it, and we talked about this before, that's not something that you say about someone like that if you're that close. You're just not. And so that tells you how much there is disdain. So the the thing is, when you talk about it, you know, P.J. Tucker was you know a really good friend of of James. Like both, matter of fact, they called themselves brothers, right? And you know, it was funny. There were several players who um, who came to James' back, who, who who had his back after he said what he said about Daryl. And P.J. Tucker was one of he basically um, expressed support via his Instagram story saying. And I'm not acrobatic. I'm not flipping on my bros. Right. You know, having James back. Now, Tucker doubled down on that during Monday's um, media day. P.J. Tucker said, that's my brother. No question. Everybody was questioning me. The social media post I made. That's me having my brother's back no matter what. Our relationship goes way beyond basketball In in the years we spent together. That aside, he has this ongoing thing, and it is what it is, right? Now, Tucker and, you know, Tucker and the teammates, and, like, they, they're trying to, like, saying that they're going to push forward, they're going to do whatever, you know. They give you this, you know what, it's all about the fellas in the room. Like, I mean, they always say that for the most part. Like, yeah, it's the players tend publicly – on situations like this, they always have a circle the wagon thing for the most part, like, because it's it's one of the things, I guess you don't want to, you got to keep your focus on the season and you don't want to say, oh, my God, the woe is me type of stuff, right? But then, you know, P.J. was asked, "Um, does he think Harden will be back with the team? And he responds, that's a good question. I have no idea. I know he feels strongly about how he feels, you know, and he's going to handle it accordingly to how he feels. So that doesn't sound too right Now, who knows? <laughs> James might mess around and, and, and show up <laughs> today. Today is uh, Tuesday, the first day of uh, training camp here in, in Colorado Springs. But, you know, you, 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 you never know, right? You, you just never know. We'll be right back in one second. So here's the thing. Joel Embiid, he said some things about now when on Sunday, when the Boston Celtics upgraded their roster with the acquisition of Drew Holiday, Joel Labdee went to Twitter and basically said, this offseason was fun. Laughing my A off, but he did L-M-A-O, right? Laughing my A off. So, of course, he was asked about that. Now, a lot of people, and I still believe this, that if things go left. Joel could be asking out. The Sixers realize this. People around the league realize this. Teams around the league are getting excited, loving what they're seeing, because they feel like it's going to be a matter of time before Joel and Be eventually has to be traded. Now, asked about the, what he his tweet. Joel basically denied that that was what he was doing like that he was that it was a he was doing that the voice displeasure or anything like that and he talked about his love for the city of Philadelphia and um you know the, the thing with me is you know when I hear stuff like that a lot no, you you hear that a lot with people, and no offense to Joel, no offense to other people who say it, but I feel like athletes and coaches and whomever, politicians, they tend to say stuff like this because they don't want to get on the fans' bad side. Because if you come out and say, hey, I want to be out, I want to do this, and then if you don't get traded or something doesn't happen, then it's one of those things where you got the fans hating, right? So he said what he said. It sound good. It was, you know, sound good. But at the same time, no offense to Joel, I feel this way about everyone else. It's typically when you get a guy in front of a mic and there's a whole bunch of people there, They're not going to say, yo, get me out of here. If you don't do what you want to do, I'm out of here. Why? Because the fans will look at it and say, what do you mean? We had your back. We're spending all this money to see you play. How dare you turn your back on us? Right? So, Now, I don't know if that's what was going through Joel's mind, but I'm just here to tell you, like when I hear guys saying that undying love, especially after they have, quote unquote, cryptic uh, messages on Twitter. And this isn't the first time, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where I look at it as if you just playing nice right about now. But this is something to monitor, really, it is. Teams around the league are paying close attention to see how Daryl Morey does this or maneuvers this thing because, you know, let's face it, Joel's in his prime. He's he's accomplished everything besides postseason success. (laughs) I mean, I would say winning the championship, but they can't even get out of the second round. He's a three-time scoring champion. He's the MVP. He's on a, a super max contract extension. Um, I mean, he's the biggest, right now, he's the biggest free agent in, uh, <laughs> in FIBA basketball, whereas he has a chance to play. If, if Cameroon makes it to the Olympics, he can either play for Cameroon, France, or the United States, right? He's gonna make his decision this week. But he has a lot. He has he has a lot that uh, um, that he can do. And he's one of the greatest players in Sixers uh, franchise history. And that says a lot because there's a lot of Hall of Famers in the the Sixers uh, franchise history. So, you know, there we are today. First day of practice, I said here in colorado springs and we're going to see if james harten shows up hey i want to thank you all for listening have a blessed day uh you can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast make sure that you like this podcast and you can click on the liberty bell um and what that does is it um what that does is it makes you a new subscriber you get notifications when this a new podcast comes out whenever a new one releases. Um, Also, um, you know, make sure you, uh, you know, follow me on Twitter, you at Pompeii on Sixers. You can read my stuff in the Philadelphia Inquirer. Um, But, you know, just do yourself a favor and get this podcast because we got you. And we're going to come back. I'll come back today, later today or tomorrow. With uh, takeaways from the first day of training camp. P.